I stumbled across these startling statistics this week. Believe it or not, in all 50 states of the United States of America, the following numbers now apply. 50% of all 50 states now have an obesity rate higher than one half of the population. 48%, the percentage of persons in all states living with one or more chronic illnesses. 20%, persons of the age 65 or older make up at least 20% of each state's population. The numbers are revealing and we'll discuss them further in this edition of the QMC Board and Collar. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Collar podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. No wonder our call volumes have increased. No wonder most of our EMS systems are stretched to the limit. More runs, a shrinking pool of providers and flat funding initiatives all combined for stressors for EMS in America. Think about the innovations in EMS. When many of us began participating in the EMS system, the bariatric stretcher was unheard of. Now, a large majority of EMS agencies have one or more of these devices and the cost of buying and maintaining this important piece of equipment is quite pricey. The growing number of bariatric patients require extra manpower and special precautions so we all don't hurt ourselves when providing treatment and transport to these individuals. All of this takes dollars and resources that our forefathers in EMS were never challenged with solving. Advancements in treatments of persons with chronic illnesses has lengthened the life expectancy for these individuals, which of course is wonderful, but those persons need to be moved from one place to another the longer they live. More people living longer require more people and ambulances on the street, no question about it. We read that the Medicare Trust Fund is being depleted at an alarming rate. The truth is, at the inception of Medicare, there were more people below Medicare age paying into the trust fund than we're taking from it. Now we have the reverse. More people are taking benefits from the Medicare fund. At least 20% in each and every state qualify, then are paying into it, and that's not counting those persons receiving disability benefits as part of the rise in chronic condition survivors. How do we overcome what the changing patient population in modern EMS has thrusted onto all of us that are part of EMS in America in 2019. We have to work smarter. We have to be efficient. We must employ billing practices that are 100% compliant and yet beat the trees down for every single dollar. This is exactly why we're seeing a growing number of operations changing their scope of practice, consolidating, outsourcing, employing digital means whenever possible in order to funnel more dollars to drive service to more patients. We must be somewhat aggressive in chasing every dollar that is possible. We must educate the public that the ambulance bill they are receiving ensures that the service will be there tomorrow when they dial 911 for their next emergency. We must denounce fraud and abuse and attack it wherever we find it. 
We should police our own ranks before the regulators are forced to do it for us, and then we all suffer because of it. We must be smart about deploying other resources when an ambulance may be a convenience over a necessity. Additionally, we must educate the patient population to be more effective about when it's appropriate to activate the EMS system versus calling for a less emergent and costly means of getting from one place to another, such as a wheelchair van, public transportation, Uber, or some private conveyance. Last but not least, system providers, the people on the streets, must form a partnership with management to ensure that every detail is documented in the patient care report. Nothing can be left out. Every angle of treatment should be reviewed in light of funding and for efficiency in system, both on the expense and the reimbursement side of the equation. Together, we'll figure it out and move forward with EMS. We always do. For now, for the future, that covers a changing patient demographic. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you found this information helpful and even a bit thought-provoking. Please be sure to check back often as new board and caller episodes are added quite often. Also, be sure to check out a new program beginning in August. Excuse My Medic is an EMS news and information pod magazine that features industry topics, opinionated discussions, and a lighthearted look at EMS along the way. For now, my name is Gary Harvat. I'm the Director of Client Services with QuickMed Claims. Thanks for attending. Have a great day. And hey, be safe out there.